I said, that's an angel faking me out. <laughs> and as soon as I drove off, God said to me, because you obeyed me, you will never be hungry again Hallelujah. in this life. Amen. <laughs> huh? Amen. Come on. I don't know why my testimonies don't move you guys. I keep sharing it so you will believe. And stop doubting. Hallelujah. Turn your head off. Yeah. Yeah. Glory. Believe the testimony of the Lord. Amen. Huh? Praise God. And I drove away from that encounter. And I haven't been the same. Amen. And many of you don't recognize that everything I'm teaching you is to bring you into that my covenant. Amen. And when you have your own mind, you cut yourself off Amen. from that flow. Amen. You have to submit to me. And what God is telling me. You can't have your own stuff going. Amen. That's the way to frustrate the grace of God. It will come to your door and quit working. Amen. You didn't have it. It's me that received it. Amen. And you are brought to get in underneath it. And so it will flow in your life. Thank you, Lord. I started raining, bro. God didn't give me money first. He gave me faith. Amen. Hallelujah. I started believing to tithe. I started believing to give covenant seed. And everything changed. It's the same faith that healed me of cancer. Healed me of COVID. Healed me of everything Satan has thrown at me. It's the same grace that has covered this church. Hallelujah. Huh? Look at the words. Jesus said, even if you don't believe me, believe me for my work's sake. Look at the miracles. Look at the signs and the wonders. Look at the deliverance. Hey, what will it take for you to believe? I kept thinking about that lady. That thing was stage four cancer. She looked as good as dead. She was at the back of the line. And I bypassed everybody and went and brought her. And boom! God showed me the right elder to anoint her. As soon as he anointed her, boom! She hit the ground. And then when I started praying for her, I had my eyes closed, but the people watching said she was you know, raised from the ground and dropped again, and this dark figure went out of her. And went back to the doctor, and they have not been able to find. I don't know. <laughs> That's raining. Raining is not not having problems. Raining is God allows Satan to attack. But he gives you faith yeah. to overcome him. Decrees to make. Yeah. 
if you look at the heroes of faith in Hebrews 11, he said they waxed valiant in fight. They were not valiant, but they just had guts enough to get in. And in the middle of the fight, God did something. That's why I always show up, no matter what. No matter what, I show up. No matter how I feel. No matter how stressed I am. No matter how heavy I feel. Amen. I just show up. Amen. Because I don't know what he will do next. Amen. I don't want to miss my breakthrough. Amen. I don't want to miss my moment Amen. of promotion. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> I've seen two categories of people in the kingdom. Those that run the race set before them. And those that are waiting on the race, they want to run. It never comes. He said, run the race. Set before you. There are no excuses. Run this one. I know you are planning to run the other one. But run this one. You didn't set it. It was set for you. Run it. Nobody has ever gotten anywhere in this kingdom having their own mind. You must submit to something and follow it as true. And then you discover the miracles of it. That's what the centurion said to Jesus. I'm a man in authority and I'm under authority. And when I tell my servant go, he goes. I tell this one come, he comes. You don't need to come to my house. Just say it. Just say it. I know what you, whatever you say, well, <laughs> Jesus, I haven't found a faith like this. Not in Israel. If God vetted us this morning, how many of us will qualify? See? How many of us would your faith be approved? Amen. All right. So I want to show you that mystery again. He says, but I obtained mercy because I did it in unbelief. And the grace of our Lord was... What happened to the rest of you? Let's try it again. But I obtained mercy because I did it ignorantly in unbelief. And the grace of our Lord was? I preached it to you. And then I watched many of you go through it and then remember what God taught you. He said the way Abundance of grace manifested in his life. He says that God gave him faith to navigate anything Satan had thrown at him. But also God empowered the love life in him. So he didn't get out of love. And I kept explaining to you how Satan will keep firing to get you out of love. And then you left the service and got out of love. That meant you didn't want to reign. You want to stay in the God all your life. Look at what I just told you. I'm talking to my church, my sons and daughters, people that I love. And I make a comment, and they go, somebody among us, go and cause the enemy. If I let that get to me, I, will, I can't continue to walk in love towards you. Amen. I have to skip over it. Amen. That's what I keep doing, to stay alive. Otherwise, enough happens to you in ministry Amen. to kill you. Yes. 
I have to keep showing it to you. I know so many things. I hear so many things and I say nothing. Because I know that if I focused on it, I will be done. I'll come here and start preaching angry. And if I open my mouth and pronounce curses mistakenly, now we got a trouble because there's no way to recall it. Don't you see that Jacob stole Esau's blessing? He stole it. But what did the daddy say? Hey, I've given it. There's no way to recall it. You can't recall it. That's how you have to watch your mouth. Paul said to the people, the apostolic grace given to me is not for your destruction. It's for your blessing. Amen. But if you want to get killed, then go right ahead. I keep warning you, don't go there. <laughs> I was so shocked. This guy came here. I knew him from my old church. He's into ping pong. He's so good at it. I hired him to train me. And... Even his son went to college on a ping pong scholarship. He brought a, a, a very expensive ping pong table here. It used to be $4,000. I don't know how much it cost. And uh, he trained me for, I don't know, a month or two. And he just quit, refused to continue. What happened? I didn't know that these enemies came to the guy that was working here at the church and told them that I was working him as a Hebrew slave. You see how demons are walking around speaking in tongues. Are you sure some of these people have got the Holy Ghost? How are you going to be talking in tongues and come to somebody working in God's house and tell them that I, I am not the one working you. It's God that, what? How am I working you like a Hebrew slave? You're getting a check. First of all, you don't know that slaves don't get paid. Amen. <laughs> and the guy just stopped working. We thought that he fixed the roof, only to discover later he just put a bucket up there. I'm trying to show you the things I've gone through, and I kept walking in love anyway. And you think what I'm doing is easy. If he comes your way, you will be so full of devils. And if somebody said good morning, what's so good about this month? <laughs> you, 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 you will be filled with devils. Hmm. And then we were trying to do that East Lobby thing. All day long, the guy didn't do anything. I came in in the evening to play ping pong, and that's when he started taking down the old tiles. I said, man, what is going on? And this guy, the Bible says that when you go meddle with a matter that don't belong to you, it's like taking a dog by the ear. And when you take a dog by the ear, what happens? Uh, why would you? I'm talking to my employee. You came here to teach ping pong. Why would you go get involved? And he said, well, well, what do you mean? Well, he don't have help. Who did you hire to help him? You know, matter what you're doing, you need at least two people. Why are you telling him he hasn't done anything? And I was wondering, what kind of 
Exactly. Who sent you? <laughs> then he got worse. He said, you know, in, in the old church, you were my favorite preacher. And you left. Who told you? You know, why, why do we need another church? Since you left, I, I haven't been, you know, I haven't gone back there. And, I, and he just started, Nigerian say, yabbing me. You learned a new word, eh? <laughs> when we go upstairs, they start practicing whatever Igbo has spoken. <laughs> What's the one you guys always talking about? Wuru wuru. He said wuru wuru. So now you got a new one. Yabbing me. <laughs> he was just saying all manner of things. I was in shock. Just blasted me. I was hurt. I said, okay, I have to take the wrong. I just walked away, but I was so upset. And so then the guy himself, he, he didn't just quit working. He collected money from members of the church to do different things and didn't do anything. So finally I said, okay, on that one, you either have to refund the money or go and do the job. I said, you have to finish that before I'll let you come back to work. So he left and started making noise. And, you know, blasting the people working for me. Oh, he's working you as a Hebrew slave. And then finally, after he finished making noise, he crashed back out, back home with his wife. And she told me, I'm about to take him out and move on because... People just continue to destroy themselves. Amen. So I kept wondering, what happened to the ping pong man? I couldn't find him. He didn't come back to get his table. Do you know what I found out? After he finished yabbing me, he left and died. Wow. I keep warning people. <laughs> and his ping pong table is still here. And I'm enjoying it. <laughs> Why? Why? This is ridiculous. You don't call people to the ministry. If I'm your favorite preacher, then come join me. Amen. <laughs> this is ridiculous. One guy saw me at the gas station and said, hey, what ministry are you doing that you couldn't have done in your old church? Why do we need another church? I said, well, the way you sound, sounds like you need a church. <laughs> I will straighten you out. <laughs> he said, well, I said, I'm just doing what God told me to do. He said, hey, that's what they all say. God said to do it. I said, you can't say it. Go ahead, try it. Mm -hmm. I said, the reason many people run their mouths, is it not because we're in the New Testament? Because in the Old Testament, God said, if you use my name, say that I said something, and he don't come to pass, he said, just put him up and stone him. If we had a couple of stonings, all these prophets will run away. <laughs> Hmm. So, in your life, 
Abundance of grace will come. But Satan will continue to do things to get you out of love. So he will mess up that grace. I'm repeating myself because we failed woefully. And here I'm telling you again. You can't determine what comes. You're going to run into things. People are going to say things. People are going to do things. Things are going to happen. But don't get out of love. So abundance of grace will flow. Hallelujah. Otherwise Satan will hand you a grudge and a bitterness. And you feel justified. And before you know it, you get sick. You can't get healed. No matter who prays for you. Paul said that the, uh, the grace of God was abundant in my life. I found the gift of faith. But God empowered me to walk in love. That it didn't matter what they did to me. I kept loving them. So much so that Paul says, I wish I was accursed from God. So that Israel can be saved. That's, there have been so many powerful intercessions in the scriptures. Moses prayed, Lord, if you will not forgive Israel, scratch my name out of your book. My God, I I won't pray that. (laughs) I love you all. I'm believing you're going to get to heaven, but I'm not going to tell him to scratch me off. (laughs) Can you, I'm not going to hell, no. (laughs) I know somebody may say, oh, uh, I'll say that just to look good. I ain't going to hell. I love you, but I get to the door, you can go on by yourself. (laughs) You see? Don't get out of love. That's the enemy's number one game. So the grace of God was abundant. So when you hear that when you receive abundance of grace, you reign in life. Paul practicalized it for us. Says it's having faith in God, unshakable faith. It is walking in love. No matter what happens, you take the wrong. You are hurt, but you take it and keep thanking God to heal you and bring you through and bless you. Hey, give you double for one trouble. Glory to God. If it was easy, everybody would have a breakthrough. It's because it's tough. Tough. So the grace of God was abundant. I can't further any. My time is gone. I, was, I wanted to take you a step further. Maybe next Sunday then. I'll show you, particularly in this area of giving, what God taught me. It, it will come up on Sunday and maybe even come up on this Wednesday, I don't know, in teaching our covenants. Because that's how I discovered my financial covenant. Because he, he ministered to me that many of you are going through the physical exercise of giving the money. But after you give the money, Satan will use this thing I'm telling you about, unbelief and getting out of love, to mess up your seed. That's what he does. So we have to look at it practically next Sunday. And I'll show you what God said. I mean, the... the the amazing grace and, and, and the magnitude and the abundance of it. 
that's released. Amen. I haven't seen any other thing in the scriptures that can produce that kind of grace. I'll show it to you next Sunday. Amen. Don't miss church. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But you hold on to what I'm telling you this week, no matter what happens. Amen. Stay in love. Amen. Because some of you will go through a trial even before we leave the parking lot. Hallelujah. Because you can get in the car now and try to drive on somebody comes boom and didn't wait for you. And here you go. Look, look. He just came out of the service. That's what Apostle is saying. These are probably one of the enemies among us. Before you get home, they have stolen everything you heard. Glory to God. Lord, I'm believing you that you will help all of us make it. Believe in you that our faith will work. Believe in you to grant us grace to stay in love. No matter what people have done to us. No matter what we're going through. Help us, Lord. Help us. May abundance of grace come to us by the gift of faith. By agape love. Lord, that we will keep walking in it and not doubt and not fear. Thank you for strengthening all of us. Hallelujah. Receive grace. Receive grace. Receive grace. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We give you praise for an open heaven, for the reign of glory, the reign of the Spirit. Transform lives. Change lives. We give you praise for it and we believe we receive by faith. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Beloved, the word of God declares in the book of Timothy that abundance of grace was released unto Apostle Paul by faith and love. Abundance of grace has these two vehicles come into your life, be made manifest in your life. The gift of faith and the agape love of God. And I said clearly in this message, when all else fails, to short-circuit the grace of God in your life. Satan will do everything he can to get you out of love. And we are so easily moved out of love. Offenses everywhere. Somebody said something. Somebody looked at me. And I was corrected. This happened. This was said about me. And you latch on to these things and feel justified, not knowing that they're bumping you down. One of my ministers died in rebellion, and I went to the funeral. And the so-called preacher got up there and preached against me and the church and everything. But the ridiculousness of it all was that he was preaching on love and spewing out hate. And I was sitting there listening to the man. And all of a sudden, God opened my eyes. 
and showed me where I was seated in the realm of the spirit. And he said, look down. And I looked down and I saw a gutter with mud water running in it. And I saw the so-called preacher, his wife, and all the people involved in this thing muddling in this mud water or struggling in the mud water. And God said to me, would you leave where I have placed you to come down and go in this mud water with them? I said, absolutely not. He said, then don't say anything. Don't react to anything. I totally ignore the whole thing till today. I won't tell you all that has happened since then. <laughs> I just keep laughing. If you will learn these things from us, you will bypass all these satanic seductions and trying to get you out of love so he can control you. You don't know that when you humble yourself and take the wrong, you collect the blessings of all the people doing you wrong. I have a PhD on it. <laughs> I keep collecting more and more favor, more and more blessing, more and more help from above. All good gifts, all perfect gifts, they come down from above, from the Father of lights, in whom there is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Aren't you desperate to walk in abundance of grace? Aren't you desperate to reign in life? And receive grace in, in the gift of faith. Receive grace by walking in love and leaving the issues with God. Forgiving those that have done you wrong. Praying through the anger. Putting it away from you. And you will keep reigning in life. 770-994-3777. If I were you, I would not only call, but I will put a seed in the ground to cause this abundance of grace to explode in my life. Hallelujah. I remember once we got a $10,000 gift from a lady, young woman in this city. Hey, daughter, so again. There are things that will be released to you in the real estate arena. Some kind of property, I don't know if it's a home you're trying to buy or some commercial property, but you just popped up out of nowhere. Remember your seed is probably a year old. Forgot to remind me that you sowed that seed and that's a real estate miracle about to break for you. He says, sow again. Sow that 10 grand again. Sow even greater. You'll be amazed at what's about to happen. <laughs> it may be a commercial property. Glory to God. Amen and amen. Ooh, this is, I told you this is an exciting program. 770-994-3777. Call today, give your testimony. Whatever God is doing for you, let us know so we can rejoice with you. Every call made on this broadcast, don't ignore it. And so we are not James Robinson or we are not this and we are not that. The glory here is something. The miracles and the testimonies are amazing. It's time for you to believe what is right around the corner. Come and worship with us and get blessed. I got to go. God bless you. Receive in Jesus' name. See you tomorrow. Bible study tonight at 7 p.m. Only two hours. Bye-bye.